Okay, y'all, I'm just gonna get right to it. Word on the curb, and by curb, I mean online. And by, uh, and by online, I mean Twitter. And I think TikTok. Word is that Kenneth is gay. His cousin posted on Twitter that he's gay and that he went on the show because it would make his parents happy. I don't know what's going on with Kenneth. No idea. Um, And I'm not, I don't, is his cousin really that shady to out him? I don't know what's going on with Kenneth. All I know is Kenneth had gone from being into Britney to not being into Britney. Kenneth and Britney went from being many people's favorite couple or one of their favorite couples to the public being very confused and the public being team Britney. I don't know what's going on with Kenneth. I personally, I feel that Kenneth does not want to be with a white woman because his family wouldn't like it and he wouldn't like it. But I don't think it's that simple. I'm clueless about him. All I know is that he is a raging asshole and he got up on one of the most popular shows in history and apparently this season of love is blind has outperformed every other season and one of those reasons is more people are have been put on to love is blind it's only going to grow with time a lot of people who didn't watch it start watching in the pandemic now they're all up on it so kenneth goes on a very popular show and acts like a piece of shit I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love when this happens. If you cannot behave while cameras are rolling, because the cameras are never always rolling 24 hours, 24 hours a day. This ain't Big Brother. You have breaks. The camera crew goes home. The camera crew sets up. Like it is a choice for you to act like a piece of shit. And that when you choose that, when you choose violence so to speak, go ahead, dig your own grave. I'm here for it. All right, let's get into this Kenneth motherfucker. And, you know, I didn't even look up this asshole's last name. I think it's Gorham or something. So I'm gonna look that shit up right now because I had Jessica's last name. Let me have Kenneth. Yep, Kenneth Gorham. Because there was that one time on the show where they had his name appear. All right, y'all. So Kenneth seemed like he was into Britney. And I rewatched the show. And Kenneth was just saying, um, thank you, God. Thank God. And he seemed like he really thought she was gorgeous. And Britney, she was very, very excited. And at first, I didn't find Kenneth attractive. And I will say this about Kenneth. He is cute. He's cute in a um, youthful way. He kind of has a little bit of a baby face. And I just feel like if Kenneth were thin, he would be pretty damn sexy. He's tall. He has a butt. I do like men with butts. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry if men can objectify women and want a girl with a fat ass. I could want a guy with a fat ass. 
And for whatever reason, I kind of tend to attract men with a big butt. Thank you, universe. Um, anyways, so Kenneth is at first glance, I'm like, uh, but then I'm like, no, he, he is an attractive person. I could see myself being attracted to him again, especially if he like lost some weight, added some muscle. He's tall. He has a deep ass voice. He's successful, you know, just needs to bleach his teeth, get some work done and he's good to go. So, you know, I could see why Brittany was feeling him, especially based upon their connections in the pod. And so Kenneth seemed like he was really into Brittany. So we were like, okay, these are two people who are very attracted to each other. Let's go. Let's do this. Because that is so, so crucial. We as viewers, we are watching the body language to death, like listening really really closely to all the comments that they say when they meet so when you see that it just it's two people who are into each other we're happy we're like we can breathe that's like I didn't sound like a sigh of relief but we can breathe a sigh of relief so they're having a good time they meet and they are vibing when they go off to the Dominican Republic which I loved like this season they were like we can't do Mexico anymore I'm sure like too many paparazzi and shit was on to Love is Blind. I love that they went to the DR and I hope that they start hopping around and going to more places. Anyway, they were having a great time in the DR. And when Kenneth brought Brittany a seat, the girls were way too impressed with that. Some people have said it and it's true. Like the the bar does not need to be in hell. Like your man brings you a chair. It's not that serious. Come on. You know, it was a nice gesture, but they were fawning over it like they were doing the most. And so we see that AD asks Kenneth if he usually dates white girls. Kenneth says no. And he's like, oh, but she's going to raise black kids. I'm like, you know, valid, very, very valid. And I hate that for me as a viewer, I felt that there was a shift in Kenneth from the moment that AD asked him if he dates white girls. I just feel that Kenneth started acting brand new from that point on. All of a sudden he was different. And I don't know if there's any correlation between AD reminding him of Britney's race or who knows All we know is that Kenneth and Brittany, they go out on a boat and Kenneth is saying absolutely nothing to his fiance. His fiance tries to say a little bit here and there. He's pretty much ignoring her. It is so awkward, but I'm so glad that Netflix kept every single moment in in that clip because if it was entertaining for us to see and you are really a jerk if you are on this show and you are putting no effort in go home if your idea of participation is just showing up go home Brittany had it so so bad so bad it is just very very sad you ain't gonna make a fool of me while I'm being nice and you're treating me like shit I'm gonna have some choice words for you I'm not gonna keep it cute it was pretty bad so then 
we see that they get back to Charlotte, North Carolina, and this is where Kenneth is reunited with his phone. So Kenneth is addicted to his phone. His phone means more than anything else in the world to him. By the way, I forgot to say that Kenneth cared about dolphins more than he did his fiance. As you know, you saw it. So Kenneth is just there on his phone and somebody else said that he has a hoe. He has, he's in a relationship. I agree. Kenneth behaves like someone who is in a relationship. First of all, Kenneth goes out, comes back in at 1.30 in the morning, and apparently that's the time that he was trying to kind of, trying to be affectionate with Brittany. After he comes back, she don't know where he went to, she don't know why he was gone, he came in real late. So many other women on every season of Love is Blind would have popped off on him. Because not only does he come in late after doing God knows what, he turns the lights on, wakes her up, and expects her to, you know, engage with him in whatever it is he was trying to do, like kiss her, cuddle, make out, whatever PG nonsense he wanted to do. And she was like, you woke me up. He didn't care. He didn't care. He was in the right. Like, this man is such a chauvinist. Oh my goodness. So speaking of chauvinism and sexism and traditional roles, they are spending their very first night, Kenneth and Brittany, in their apartment. And Brittany goes, do you want me to order food or to cook? It's our first night here. And he goes, I have the quotes. I rewatched. Kenneth goes, quote, it's the first night in the crib. You got to cook, end quote. Brittany goes, oh, so you're going to make me cook? Kenneth goes, yeah. And Brittany goes, I can't enjoy the first night. And Kenneth goes, we're going to enjoy the food together. You feel me? All the while, the motherfucker is scrolling his phone. Okay. This is where I would have to get black. If I were Brittany, I'm already black, but I would have to get blacker. And this is when anybody should get black. And when I think about it, you know, Chelsea, not Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea. So funny. There's a Chelsea, this Chelsea married Kwame and now there's a, a second Chelsea this year. Oh my goodness. Chelsea this year is, is Megan Fox. Okay. Just thought of that. But anyways, Chelsea from Kwame season if Kwame tried to say that, Chelsea would have said absolutely not. I mean, Chelsea was very pathetic for Kwame, but she also would speak up. And a lot of the other women would speak up. But Kenneth got paired AD a lot. Like, can you imagine Kenneth saying that shit to Laura? How she would have checked him? Like, Kenneth knew who he was talking to. Brittany's opposition was just... Oh, so you're going to make me cook? I can't enjoy the first night? All you gotta just, all she had to say to him was, fuck off. Go fuck yourself and put the phone down. But she's a doormat. So what did she do? She cooked. I wish we could have seen what Brittany cooked. Because the way I'm, I'm telling you, the way how I, how I would have boiled some, some hot dogs, 
and fed it to him and said, here you go. Like there is this, I don't really want to get into the topic or shout out the book right now, but there is this one dating book and the author says, if your man wants you to cook, she says like, do not start off your relationship just cooking and doing the most because that's the expectation. And she says, if your man wants you to cook, make him some hot dogs and make him some, a bag of popcorn. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's how, that is what I would have fed this asshole, Kenneth. So if your whole idea is, um, it's a first night in the crib, you got to cook, help me cook, help me cook. Who are you? What are you about? Why are you giving me work to do while you're up in your phone? How is that a partnership? Kenneth, I hope that your appearance, I hope Kenneth's appearance on this show haunts him. I really do, because what I witnessed from him, I don't want any motherfucker to mimic and think that that shit is okay. It was disgusting. It was deplorable. It was very uncomfortable to see because we watched how he steamrolled someone who was not putting him in his place when he should have been put in his place. So then we also see that Kenneth keeps... Nothing but, you know, some junk food up in his house. And he basically had no seasoning. He had two things of seasoning. Like, (sighs) fuck all the way off, Kenneth. Fuck all the way off. I don't think this man knows how to cook, which is fine. But he also needs to have some actual food up in his, his place. Some food and some seasoning. Like, it was pathetic. 25 is way too old to look like you're an 18 year old in a dorm. To have, like, worse food than an 18-year-old in their dorm. So then Kenneth gaslights Brittany in their very last scene together. He tells Brittany that he craves her, but she doesn't crave him. He says this right after she says, I feel like I don't crave you. I feel like you don't crave him. He spins it right around. Every Like, a lot of people like to overuse the phrase gaslighting, but this was gaslighting 101 when Kenneth did to her. Claimed no responsibility for a goddamn thing. Said basically the issue was her. He's like, oh, I crave you, but you don't crave me. And then he also tells her that she needs to give him grace when he's not in the best mood. Okay, but the way that he's acting, he's not in the best mood every single day. So how much grace does he need? And then Brittany says, or sorry, then he says that she'll make a great husband for someone else. He gets up, he hugs her. He walks away. He calls his friend says, I'm out of here. Let's go. So Brittany is bawling. Kenneth is in his phone. Brittany is bawling. Kenneth is monotone. Brittany is bawling. Kenneth doesn't give a shit. Brittany feels bad. He spins it around on her and he calls his friend so that he could go out. This man has a double life. I don't know if he's gay. But he acts like someone who has hoes or who is in a relationship. What is he doing on his phone? I don't care what job you have. You shouldn't be on your phone the entire time. And Brittany made a few quick remarks like, oh, you know, are you going to be on your phone? Oh, the hustle life. Like she's too, she's too passive. The way how I would have snatched that phone from his hands and say, it's me or the phone, bitch make your choice like 
it was so sad to watch. I don't enjoy people watching people being mistreated. It's not fun or entertaining for me. He is so disgusting. Like, I want to slap him. I want to throw a drink in his face. I want to take his phone and smack him across the face. Like, I can't. I cannot with this man. What a piece of shit. And Brittany, I'm not team Brittany either. Because Brittany did an interview with Entertainment Tonight where she said she didn't think he was on his phone that much. Where she was sitting there giving excuses. Cut the fakery. You're not gaining any fans. We watch what we watch. We saw this man being an asshole to you. Do not downplay his bad behavior. It's not working. The proof is in the footage that we saw. You can't tell us he wasn't on his phone when that's all we saw. And we saw how he ignored you and we saw how he didn't give a shit that you were crying. You're to make a great husband for someone else. That's brutal. That's mean. That's disgusting. I don't like it. Fuck you. You are supposed to be my husband. Fuck right off. This man, let me tell you something. Any bitch that puts up with him or guy, have fun with that. Because when he's not in it, he is going to mistreat the shit out of who he's with. Or when he's in a mood and or slash the phone is his priority. How disappointing to go from a man and it all makes sense. He didn't want to fuck. Gee, why didn't you want to fuck? Because you're fucking someone else. Maybe he's fucking someone else or she's the wrong gender. Who knows? But the man didn't want to fuck. The man was acting all attentive and nice and shit. But then we don't care about that. All of that is thrown out the window. All of that was fake because we saw the real Kenneth. He came out. He was there. He was ready to play ball. And that man is trash. He ain't shit. (sighs) I love this show for exposing people for being an asshole. I love it. Like, I want Love is Blind to be filmed in my hometown. (laughs) I want to, or I'll rephrase it. Love is Blind needs to be filmed in every town in America so people can avoid the pieces of shit that they see on this show. Avoid these people. Steer clear of these people. And anybody that you date that resembles, has any behavior that resembles a motherfucker on this show, please block that person. The way how everybody, you know, Matthew's dumbass was like, oh, everybody loves an underdog or whatever, or America's on my side, whatever dumb shit Matthew's dumbass was saying, that applied to Kenneth and Brittany. People were really rooting for this couple. And what's so one of the things that's so beautiful about Love is Blind is it transcends race. People are not like hyper focused on interracial couples. They're re- they're just happy to root for two people that they believe are a good match and who care for each other. And then you get this motherfucker, you get Kenneth, who guess what? If you wanted a black woman, don't go on the show. Or ask every single person that you're talking to, are you black? And when they say no, don't keep seeing them. If that was the problem. But I just, the way how he was acting before he got his phone and after his phone, there was something in that phone that made him roll out and come home at 1.30 in the morning. That made him not care about Brittany. Something is going on and I would love for whoever was fucking him possibly 
to come out and admit to it. Let us know. I want to know why he went from a nice guy to a horrible guy. You know, I said I wasn't going to combine Kenneth and, and Laura, but let me just go ahead and combine Kenneth and Laura because ain't nobody checking for these motherfuckers. These are two of the biggest assholes on this season of Love is Blind, and I don't need to be given them individual episodes like that, especially when I'm so far behind in the series. Um, so anyways, let me get to, to Laura. Laura is the blonde girl with beautiful blonde hair. She seemed likable. The bitch is crazy. How she just, the, her way of flirting is staring at somebody from across the room and continuing to stare at them like the controlling weirdo that she is. I'm not surprised that that is her tactic. I have definitely locked eyes with people. And then when you catch them, like still looking or looking again, I agree with her that it is like for sure, like you got that person in the bag, but I don't walk around doing that shit. You know what I mean? And I don't walk around doing that shit. Anyways, so Laura, like I liked her early on until like, it's kind of like from the moment she got or met Jeremy like, she just started to seem like a very cruel and mean bitch. And Laura is the perfect exhibit A, the very perfect example of how someone behaves when they do not like their partner. Laura does not like Jeremy. She proves this with pretty much every single interaction that they have. And so, instead of dumping Jeremy, she rather try to cut him down to size. She rather criticize him. She rather look for flaws. She rather insult him. She rather try to embarrass him in front of other people because she is a selfish coward. This is men. This is how a woman behaves when she doesn't like you. She nitpicks and there's always going to be a problem. You're never going to please her. You're never going to get it right. She will always have complaints and things to complain about because she is a pussy and doesn't want to end the relationship. She's a very selfish person. So they're going to sit there and mistreat the person that they're with because they don't want to be with them. Instead of dumping them or not dating them to begin with. I hate this with a passion. I've seen it many times, countless times. I've seen women behaving like Laura when they don't love their partner. Stop being a worthless human being. Stop mistreating someone who is who thinks that you like them, and that's why they're there. Stop lying, stop being two-faced, be true to yourself, end that relationship. Laura is, the type of person she is, is the lowest of the low. Because what people like Laura do is they waste people's time, they monopolize their time, and they keep them away from finding a partner who actually feels the same way about them. So F this. See you next Tuesday. So let's see. The very first problem that I have with Laura 
I'm looking at my notes. It was before, as I said, my issues or her issues really started to come out when, um, after she was engaged, but I'll rewind. I think it was episode two. It doesn't matter the episode. Anyways, Laura goes up to Jessica, who apparently she's friends with. I hear that they're friends, so I guess they knew each other before the show or they became friends on the show. I don't care. Laura, but Laura goes up to Jessica and she tells Jessica that she should leave. And Jessica asks her repeatedly why. And Laura says, trust me. <laughs> Laura's answer to why should I leave the experiment that I put my job on hold for, found a babysitter for my daughter for, was excited about, see as an opportunity to gain a new career as an influencer, change my life for the better, provide more money for my daughter and my family. She doesn't want to give her a reason why she should walk away. She just wants to say, trust me. That is an evil bitch. And I couldn't do it. And it's very simple. Laura was informed that Jeremy told, um, Laura was informed that, sorry, that Jimmy, sorry, Jimmy told Chelsea that he loves her. Tell Jessica that. What is the secrecy? Do not tell somebody to leave if you're not going to tell them why. Laura is a bitch. Jessica's crying. Laura still don't tell Jessica why she should leave. Who does that? Oh, I have an answer. Laura. We ain't never seen that shit before on Love is Blind. Somebody having the audacity to try to dictate someone else's experience, tell them to leave, but won't tell them why. Get the fuck out of here, Laura. Fuck you. So we know that Laura hates... Jeremy's wine shirts. And she also tells him that, you know, there can't be dirty dishes in the sink. Jeremy tells her that he's clean. Okay. Shut shut up about the shirts. Shut up. Like, who cares? It would be an issue if he wore them every day, but, but this is just Laura trying to nitpick. So then when Jeremy's playing in the pool, goofing around, Laura says, is this my life now? If somebody says that, they don't want to be with you. They don't. You don't say, is this my life now about your fiance, about someone that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. That's one of the problems with this show is we got people continuing on with the experience just for camera time. Anyways, moving right along, Laura still has not had sex with Jeremy. And this is now episode five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then I think they fucked by episode six, but this is also the first love is blind season where people are like holding out on fucking like on love is blind. Everybody's fucking the first night. What is going on? And I did not even, I, they really deserve an episode, Amy and Johnny. They deserve a whole episode by themselves for me to give a rant about their bullshit. But you know what? I just, I'm so irritated by those two. I'm so irritated. Like, I feel like I'm okay. Y'all just, how can you be that old and that ignorant and resistant to birth control? I I need to know. 
when I say birth control, I'm talking about condoms and regular birth control, like methods. Like I just, there are no words. I'm, I'm too disgusted. There are too many women who literally, some women literally, literally faint and pass out from the pain of getting an IUD inserted. I heard a gynecologist saying this on a podcast, but yet you got both Jeremy and, sorry, Johnny and Amy being like, we can't do, we can't do birth control. Like we can't do condoms. We can't do birth control. We can't do IUD. We can't do any of the options available to us. We can't do any of that. We just gotta just be worried. We gotta be worried. Celibate and worried. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Like You guys are, you guys are losers. I'm sorry. They're both losers. They're both on the same page with not wanting to take responsibility, literally being open to surgery, a vasectomy, instead of taking a little responsibility. Okay, good for y'all. Moving right along. Laura is also the dumb see you next Tuesday who told Jeremy to sexually assault AD with a quote-unquote bean dip move. And then when Jeremy mentions it, he's the problem. Okay. I feel like I'm so bitchy in this episode that I'm not going to go in on that. But what I will say is that Netflix is smart to not air when Laura apparently slapped the shit out of AD's breast, according to AD. They're smart to do that. They didn't want to give us footage of sexual assault. But um, Laura could go straight to hell for that. I don't care what AD looks like. You are not supposed to touch her unless you have her consent and you are not supposed to tell your fiance to touch her unless you have her consent. Fuck right off, Laura. Fuck you. And I hope, I really do hope that people have a problem with you, viewers. And and from what I've heard, they don't like you. And I'm glad there's nothing to like about you. She is so, so insufferable. If you got a stank attitude like Laura, stay home. Don't go on TV and ruin a show for us. Stay home with your dumb bean dip, sexually assaulting promoter ass. Stay home. So then when Laura goes to Jeremy's house, she was hoping to find things to criticize and she was really disappointed. And her criticism was now that the place was too clean. Okay, Laura. Thank you for exposing yourself again as a raging bitch, completely insufferable, miserable, toxic. So when Jeremy talks to Laura about saying this was the last photo that I took with my dad, she didn't seem interested. Woo! Let me tell y'all, I'm giving y'all all the reasons why I fully support Jeremy for doing what he did. I fully support it. I'm sorry. I got to call a spade a spade. I'm, what am I supposed to do? Call Jeremy an asshole for cheating on, on the woman who only criticized him. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm team Jeremy. I'm team Jeremy all day. So then we see that Jessica and Laura meet in a bar and Laura tells Jessica to do what Sarah Ann did. And Laura's like, would you like to meet up? Would you like to meet up with Jimmy? Why are you asking her that? 
Jimmy is engaged. He has a whole ass fiance. Why are you asking her that? Why are you promoting some type of cheating when you are trying to lock down your fiance and you don't like that he liked someone's message? Cute, cute. It's cute how she is trying to get her friend to do what she doesn't want someone else to do to her. So then when we are in, I think it's Jeremy's house, Laura tells Jeremy, give me a break. Who's the one that has a college degree? She says that she was kidding when Jeremy's like, well, I know a lot of people with college degree who degree here dumb and she goes if you come for me i'm gonna come for you shut up bitch that's not coming for anyone when jeremy said someone here has to be smart or the smart one here and she goes who's the one that has a college degree f you f right off i can tell you right now most of the people who watch this show don't have a college degree and they're gonna have an issue with that comment as they should it is elitist it is classist it is it was uncalled for, but any opportunity that she has to insult her fiance, she's going to take it. Nobody was impressed with that shit, bitch. Nobody. Apparently everybody hates you. And I'm glad. I don't like that shit. The cameras are rolling. Even with her, um, even with her family, she's still being an asshole to the point where her parents don't like it. They're literally saying like, her dad's like, oh, if you put her on a pedestal, she's gonna, um, she's gonna take advantage of it or whatever. And her mom says that they're mean to each other. Like your own family, your own parents aren't on your side. So then we see at the end of episode nine, that detective Laura puts Jeremy in a position where he has to lie repeatedly, like over and over and over. I was in the parking lot. I was in the parking lot. I was in the parking lot. Oh, well then there was an alley. Like, and physically, we see his discomfort. We know that he was fucking Sarah Ann all night long. Thank you, Jeremy. I'm so glad you did. I hope you guys are still together. I don't mind it. Go ahead and be with somebody who's not going to treat you as poorly as Laura. So then we see Laura say that she wants out of the relationship. Laura, I'm sorry, but you, the way that you acted, I, like I said, I support Jeremy. If you're going to verbally abuse, insult criticize your fiance if that's all you're doing every day guess what don't be surprised when your fiance puts it in someone else someone who isn't gonna be as shitty towards him so i'm team jeremy on this one and i heard online that he in fact did it's confirmed he fucks her and i'm happy about that let's get it popping this is the season this is the best love is blind season the best season one don't compare to this this is all this is twist and turn on twist and turn on twist and turn and i love it it got it has so many shady ass characters like i'm here for it i mean they're setting the bar way too high on on this season way too high the entertainment like i'm sitting here craving these episodes baby this shit drops tomorrow at midnight guess what a bitch gonna be doing at midnight tomorrow (laughs) okay Ooh. 